Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by, oh, my goodness. I have to get somebody to bring some tissues in here with me today. Uh, I am so moved by the people that have said yes, taking time out of their Fridays, their Saturdays, and their Sundays to be part of one the event, one becoming one, and one the gathering. You know, this is a shift. And so someone said to me, you know what, Dr. Pat, I can look at what it means to shift from fear, but I'm not sure about that love thing. Here's what I've come to know. Once you show up and you say, I am shifting, I am moving beyond this thing called fear, the movement in itself has a profound effect. So if you can't get to that place of love, know that you are just moving yourself up on a scale and a vibration that will help you personally. Dr. Lucinda Messer joining me here today. Why 9-11? You know, what 9-11 meant to me, to her, the wake-up call for many of us. You know, Dr. Lucinda Messer is somebody that takes her gifts out into the world. I want to tell you, this is a nationally renowned uh, uh, author, someone that is shedding the light on a worldwide health crisis. As a matter of fact, her book, Powerful Medicine, Vitamin D, Shedding Light on a Worldwide Health Crisis. She is a spokesperson. She is speaking out. She knows what it means to look fear in the eye. She does it every day because of the people that come to her with life-threatening diseases. And she looks at them from one perspective. That is the place of healing, wholeness, and wellness. And so she's joining me here today share her story, to talk about what it means to listen and learn some of the secrets of life, what it is that has catapulted her to the top of the, the, the list of people that we want to go to, whether it is award-winning book on cancer, whether it's an award-winning uh, conversation with her, television, radio, or if you are someone that has not been able to figure out how to take care of yourself, and you want to get some preventative, holistic, healing information, you've got to call Dr. Lucinda Messer. Dr. Messer, thank you for joining me here today. Boy, I'm actually really eager. I'm really eager to talk to you about 9-11. Thank you for joining me here today. Oh, thank you for having me, Todd. Um, yeah, so what 9-11 meant to me basically was uh, uh, I really felt it was a wake-up call for many of us, including myself. I believe it woke us up from the dormant lives we were living. Um, we were woken that morning with the fear that this normal life uh, could not be taken for granted any longer. No longer were we able to depend on the world to provide us with that sense of security that we so craved. The fear that we... Are, we're so vulnerable as a nation or a world and so extremely subject to hateful acts uh, was displayed on that uh, infamous day, 9-11. Uh, many things have happened since that time. Indeed, we've spiraled downwards as in consciousness during uh, since that time, 9-11, and uh, even deeper since with the war, with the econ- economic recession, loss of jobs, and not to forget the health care of our nation. Um, I believe that we are amidst the, one of the most astonishing transitions on this planet, and um, uh, we're at a we're at a um, pathway that is um, where we where we will be able to choose 
an upward path or a downward path. It's very obvious now that this choice is right in front of us and um, we need to make certain choices and we actually have the will. Our divine creator, I believe, gave us the will to choose um, what some um, upward spiral or downward spiral. And um, um, we have a choice to continue to gravitate even deeper into this illusion of, of fear, hate, and greed. And or we can uh, choose to uh, pursue a path that's, that's higher and that's more um, meaningful and more one. The path that is um, that delves into fear and hate and greed is an illusion. I totally believe it's an illusion. I don't believe it's um, the, the the reality of what's going on. Uh, this path separates us from one another. It seeks self satisfaction. It discludes any any idea of oneness with each other. So when we perceive ourselves as separate entities from one another, we are placed in survival mode. <clears throat> and when we're placed in survival mode, we don't get that we are one with each other. Uh, we're not at all focused on becoming whole, but rather more powerful individually. And um, this... <clears throat> um, this false sense has caused wars, economic mm -hmm. strife, and also a very westernized um, and westernized medicine the way we know it, allopathic medicine uh, focused on just treating the symptoms and not looking at deeper causes of disease. You know, when we just treat and look at everything separate, um, it looks like everything's separate, but everything is really indeed whole. And um, on the other hand, choosing oneness, meaning surpassing the illusion of separateness, we're going to be able to transcend mm -hmm. the, the, the fear and the hate mentality. So uh, once we choose and decide to go into oneness and uh, choose, choose, choosing love over fear, what will start happening is um, um, an incredible unfolding of of our heart center for the earth. I believe that once we transcend the fear and hate, which is survival mentality, uh, we will choose this path of love and um, and becoming learning to become one with each other. And I think that this path is absolutely imperative for the uh, survival of the human race. Well, this is part of the conversation of making that shift. You know, what role does the ego play in this? Well, the the ego, <clears throat> I believe, right now is uh, it's make, making every attempt to survive. I, I I like to say that it's going down, but I'll tell you what, it's not going down easily. Um, the ego is <laughs> will attempt to survive <laughs> every last opportunity to. Um, um, uh, and, and until it fails, basically, the, the ego is, um, we all know that the, the freedom and, and heart and love is the exact opposite of the ego. And when the, <clears throat> the ego knows it's uh, leaving, it will attempt to do everything to survive. And so I think that's what's happening now with, um, uh, on many levels, obviously, uh, in politics and as far as healthcare goes, um, the greed, 
the ego's attempt to survive comes comes out in um, in greed and, and not helping each other and not uh, n- not empowering one another. So the ego must um, we must make the ego secondary. It should not obviously steer our healthcare. Um, choices, it should be in the background. Obviously, we need an ego to survive on the earth plane, but as far as using it on a daily basis for making decisions on keeping us, um, uh, keep, um, keeping us um, more stuck on uh, profiteering and such, it's not going to, it's not going to have that lasting strong effect on, uh, for um, empowering us into health. So shifting this consciousness of fear into one of compassionate love for other beings, for the earth, obviously, yes, uh, is, is very crucial at this time. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's very possible to call, um, to attempt and cause a huge lift, a shift in vibration by using your intention. So I tell my patients daily to help to use their intention to help increase their health and their vitality. Um, there's many ways you can do this. Um, I tell them <clears throat> on a daily basis to be grateful for yeah. their lives. Yeah. So even if they don't have a very good life or if it's difficult right now or right. even if they're having disease, right. to make their, you know, their, their gratitude, they're grateful because gratefulness has an incredible impact on um, each and every cell in their body. And other things I tell them, um, feel gratitude for everyone in their life, even if they're tyrannical, uh, if they're tyrants in their life. It's important. Every person, every being that comes in to your life is a blessing, even if you don't really get it at the moment. And so being grateful for these people will help them um, create um, stuff. It will help uh, um, cause oneness and we'll get rid of the separation that we have. So being deeply grateful for your health and for your physical body, it is your personal vehicle on this earth. It's so imperative that we feel one with everything, going outdoors and feeling love emanating from your heart center for all the plants and trees and wildlife is um, is a huge way to connect with the earth. Mm-hmm. And I also teach my patients to meditate, to find uh, that still quiet aspect of themselves and to reside there daily, if even for just a few moments, to go into that quiet place where your mind is not busy chattering, to visualize the world being connected by um, um, this invisible web of light, and uh, send. And I tell them to send their heart, their compassion to all, not only all their cells to correct their disease, but to all. Um, once they get that, and once they feel the compassion for their cells and uh, their their physical beings, but then to send it out to all the beings on the, to all the sentient beings on this planet. And I teach them that every thought that they create and every action, every thought and action, they they are the creators of those thoughts and actions, whether they're beneficial or destructive, and those thoughts mm-hmm. have incredible, powerful effects on their cells. So if I have a cancer patient and they have these tapes playing that they are um, that they're unhealthy and they're sick and they're going to die, et cetera, those tapes, I teach them to um, reprogram. There's an actual wonderful cellular, um, there's a wonderful uh, meditation technique out there called cellular level 
meditation, and I teach that meditation to a lot of my patients, and it's been incredibly empowering to uh, patients who have cancer or patients, mostly cancer patients, but other patients too who have these chronic degenerative diseases and they're not getting any help because when they're in westernized medicine, they're taught that these medicines have power over them and these medicines, these toxic medicines for that matter, are the only things that, that will help them get better. So people were taught in this society that we have to, ha- uh, must trust things outside of us to keep us healthy and well. Well, the truth is we'll never get well that way. We'll never become one. We'll never um, uh, we'll never become empowered beings on this planet unless we understand that we are the very beginning. We are the alpha and omega of, of our, our health and wellness, that we're not looking outside. Of course, looking outside is, is uh, helpful sometimes, um, getting healthy um eating healthy food, plant medicines, etc. but to totally put your trust in an, out, an outer material such as chemotherapy or another toxic drug and not looking inside and really looking at what's causing that disease in the first place is, is just a very important connection to make. Oh, my gosh. I mean, this is so important. I just want to make sure everybody knows we're broadcasting live from one, the event, one, the gathering, one, becoming one, right here at the University of Washington today. I I want to encourage all of you that are in the Seattle area, come on down. I know you can watch it live on TransformationTalkRadio.com or the DrPatShow.com. You can actually watch the events here, but there's something special about being here. Uh, We certainly got a large dose of it yesterday. Dr. Lucinda Messer is joining me here today. Uh, We're going to make sure you have lots of information about her as well. We're talking about what 9-11 meant to her, what this wake-up call for many of us was all about, and what was it about her life that changed and now is such a strong part of her healing practice. Dr. Messer, I can't thank you enough for joining us here today. I mean, you're certainly sharing a lot. You know, one of the things I've heard you say is that we have to love every cell in, in our bodies and you know i have to tell you my own healing journey uh the the day that i was able to do that and it took me a number of years because of course like many of the people that come to see you i have uh you know been that journey of a chronic illness a mystery illness um and loving that every cell in my body was not where i was and yet here we are today you and i talking about 9-11 how important is it for us to go to that place where we love every cell of our body which actually means we actually have to love ourselves right exactly that, that thing <laughs> yeah and um it, it's it's so important that we get some place where we absolutely accept and if love is a tough word for people mm-hmm. then the idea of accepting and acknowledging and accepting right. that we have um the physical body is just so important for instance the opposite of love as most of us understand it is fear and the reason fear is so absolutely inharmonious with our with our health is because number one it increases cortisol when people are in a fear fearful state their flight or fright reaction is on and uh, for longer than three weeks it turns on a very important part of our brain called the 
um, hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, and when this is turned on, the cortisol effect is on full time. Cortisol is one of the most harmful. It's absolutely needed in small amounts at times for flight or fright uh, in uh, acute stressful situations, mind you. But when it's turned on and it's on full time for a long for a chronic period, we're talking about a very um, nasty breakdown of our tissues. It puts us. It keeps us obviously in a state of fear. Fear and cortisol are deeply associated. When cortisol is up, we have a lot of breakdown of all of our immune systems. Cortisol breaks, um, actually destroys white blood cells. So obviously for any person with a chronic disease, they're, you know, commonly have, they all commonly have high cortisol levels. Also, patients with pain syndromes and chronic pain, their cortisol is turned on. And again, cortisol inhibits white blood cells. Um, it breaks down muscle muscle tissue. It breaks down proteins. It causes high blood pressure. It increases blood sugars to the point someone can get diabetic. It's a very negative um, associative uh, um, hormone related to fear. That's a big reason not to be in that state of fear. You don't want the cortisol release. The um, you want uh, the good hormones. And once the cortisol level is decreased and neutralized because you're out of, once you're out of fear and the cortisol hopefully subsides, then your immune system can take over again and such. It's very important that people with chronic diseases, people with chronic health issues understand that um, their fear is causing uh, fear, anxiety is closely related as well um, that need to be addressed. Dr. Messer, this is, uh... You know, this is such an amazing conversation. You know, you, you get to see a lot of people, right, and a wide range of diseases uh, that come in your door. And I use the term diseases because most people understand that, right? Um, you know, they walk through your door, uh, a lot of things going on. I, I want you to comment on, on one particular aspect of disease right now that's pretty much hit the mainstream. Um, and someone said to me the other day, asked me if I knew, uh, that the rise of autoimmune diseases in this country, uh, for the people in this country, uh, were on the rise. And I said, you know, I, I, I had an inclination, but I said, you know, do I know that for sure? No, I don't. I just know we're hearing about them more. You know, the whole bucket of MS, ALS, um, we're talking about rheumatoid arthritis, fibromyalgia. I mean, you know all of these. It, I mean, the metaphor that that was brought to me was the your immune system is attacking itself. And I was so struck by that in terms of the conversation today. And I wanted to ask you, I mean, how much how much does emotion or trauma play into that attack? Now I'm not saying that we don't have some kind of bug or something in our body. Um, I don't know that our immune system actually attacks it itself. I, you know, I personally believe that there's something in there that conventional medicine can't find. What's your thought on this? You know, they have done studies, interestingly enough, um, with people who have a lot of hate and anger, mm-hmm. and even Louise Hay, um, with all her wonderful teachings, yeah. explains in her books that if you have chronic anger and uh, issues and um, 
uh, mostly anger is what I'm, from what I understand, is that that energy in your body can actually increase autoimmunity. Mm. And yes, it's true. Autoimmune disease is the process by which um, an antigen gets into your bloodstream. So an antigen could be some sort of mild um, food allergen, um, mild um, something your body's a little toxic to, and then your body come combines an antibody with that. It becomes an auto, um, antibody immune complex. This immune complex goes to the area in your body that you might have um, um, a weakness with. Some people have connective tissue weakness, kidney weakness. Depending on where your genetic weakness lies, that immune complex um, tends to set up shop. When it gets to that area, what happens is your body sends out um, chemotaxic in your immune system to that area and tissue types it and then starts to create crossover reactions to that tissue. So what's happening is your body starts attacking, your own antibodies start attacking your um, your immune system, your, and, and then um, the tissue that happens to be on, so if it's on the thyroid, you can become... Uh, experience autoimmune thyroiditis, if it's on your tissues, on your connective tissue, maybe some sort of uh, lupus or autoimmune disease like scleroderma, uh, so on and so forth. So it's so interesting to me that a lot of these people, um, I mean, there have been some studies done that people who have harbor and and have a lot of angst and, and hold on to a lot of anger, those people can be more prone to these diseases. Now, um, it's I don't. I can't tell you uh, if there are people who have autoimmune diseases that don't have anger and such. But it's really interesting that we know the emotional um, mm-hmm. uh, psychoneuroimmunology is such a big part of naturopathic medicine now and holistic medicine. We understand how the psyche and how the emotional body affects the physical body. So I absolutely believe that at the heart of most all diseases is an emotional conflict and uh, mental emotional conflict. So clearing those deeper layers of disease are crucial, absolutely crucial to having your health back. And uh, obviously not attacking um, yourself or or other beings in life may very well help get rid of this uh, self-attack that we have in um, with autoimmune disease. Mm. Wow, Dr. Messer, I mean, this is, this is an amazing show. I get to talk to you every month, actually. So, but I'm so thrilled about what you've been able to share here today. And I want to thank you for taking time out of your very, very, very busy schedule. I want to ask you one more thing. I want to ask you to, to give us your personal message. And at the same time, please let people know how to find out more about you, how to get a copy of your book, uh, how to talk about some of the workshops, retreats that you do, where they can find that information. Great. Um, so I, I, um, my, my little quick little message is that make sure that you consciously direct uh, love and acceptance into yourself every day on a daily basis. Direct the, that love and loving acceptance, compassion, if you will, um, into your into yourself and your whole being, and then redirect it out into the world to help create a new world of higher consciousness, um, free of poverty, war, and disease. Uh, this new world order considers all beings the same and as one another, and allows true healing to occur equally. 
Um, and um, I'm a licensed naturopath in Kirkland, Washington. I can be found at drlucinda.com, drlucinda.com. My phone number is 425-827-9770, and my specialty is, besides naturopathic medicine, is anti-aging medicine and integrative oncology, which is natural cancer therapies. And mm. um, um, I take uh, consults and love to help as many people as possible on the earth. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Messer, you are a blessing. I am very grateful for you and everything you do. Thank you so much for letting me speak today. It was so fun. It was amazing. Dr. Lucinda Messer, everyone, lots of information on her website. Check it out. Um, She's She very openly shares her knowledge, so we're very grateful for her. Right here, broadcasting live on the Dr. Pat Show from the floor of One the Event, One Becoming One, One the Gathering. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, another passionate person going to kick it up here. Boy, I hope you got your speakers ready for this. Uh, Dr. Carmen Harrer, we'll be right back with the show. <laughs> 